how we doing? I am your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob. Welcome to Station B.O.B. And let me tell you a little about thee. I am a kid from a Harlem hood who turned out good. I got educated like I should. Now I know how to help you grow to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. With that said, I am here to provide you with some clarity associated with the perplexity of the challenges in your life, love, and work. So, without further ado, let's get down on it. Enjoy the show. Ah, yes. Welcome once again, my friend, to Station B.O.B., where you listen to learn how to become the best of your being in life, love, and work. And, of course, I am your host, Dr. Rob. And you know it. You know it. As always, I'm feeling good, looking good, doing good. It's a bright and sunny day on my side of town, but the weather, the sun does not matter at Station B.O.B. because the sun is always shining on me and hopefully you too. So what's happening? Well, of course, I have another top topic. Today's topic is is actually part three of one of my earlier topics. And it's, my child is gay, WTF, part three. And so just for openness, as I have stated, on the previous two versions of this podcast regarding my child as gay, WTF, I would like to clarify what WTF means here and that we know on social media that WTF means what the fuck. However, as it relates to this topic today, WTF means why the fight? Why the fight over the issue? Because so many families have either cut ties with their gay children, disowned them, cut them out of their wills, and or even kicked them out of their homes. And of course, this type of treatment towards our children has led to an increased rate of suicides of young gay people due to this rejection of who they are by their own families. What say you to that? Yeah, I say that's that's not a good thing, but, you know, for many people, you know, for many people, we are still, or they are, I should say, still trying to wrap their arms around this whole idea of a gay child, a gay family member, or gay people in society overall. So what I'm saying here really is that gay people are here to stay. And they are not going away 
because as I have said in the other podcasts on this topic, being gay is not a new thing to our society, nor in most cases is being gay a choice that is made by our children, which I think might be at the center of the explosiveness related to this issue is that people think that people on the LGBTQ spectrum make a choice for that lifestyle as opposed to understanding that being gay is not a choice, but it is a natural feeling inside that is so strong it cannot be undone because these individuals have been disowned by their families in ways that I just described. But today, what I'm really talking to you about today is that I am the parent of my daughter. My oldest daughter is gay. And so what I really want to talk to you about today is the dynamics, the feelings, the thoughts, and some of the things that the parent of a gay child experiences Within him or herself, we have our own, you know, journey that we may find difficult from time to time when it comes to even accepting, never mind not accepting your child who is gay. In my case, I have accepted my daughter who is gay, and I'm finding that this, you know, even in acceptance, it is still a tough experience for me as a gay parent. And so let me just start off by saying that, you know, when it comes to being gay, that as most of us know, this topic is referenced in the Bible. I mean, there is dialogue, there is content in the Bible about being gay, the rejection of gay people, and so on and so forth. And so as we know, the stories in the Bible go back more than 2,022 years. And so as I said, being gay is not a new thing. And whether you accept it or not, it is what it is. Now, like me, when you have a, a child that is gay, And I have accepted her for who she really is. And she really is gay. I kid you not. Then the topic takes on a whole other dynamic. And so as you may be aware from my previous discussions on this topic regarding my daughter, what I have learned now as the parent of a gay child is whether you accept your child as a gay person or not, In some instances, this still can be a very difficult issue to deal with. OMG. You know, whether, you you know, your feelings regarding their behaviors and expectations, that your child, I am learning, they have, I don't know if they even regard the the feelings and be you know i'm i'm even confused you know i mean this is taking me aback so much but 
let me see if I can straighten this out and fly right. So regarding, you know, having a child and your feelings regarding their behaviors and expectations of you as their parent or even as another person, I, I would like, oh, you know, before I continue, let me, let, let me just also mention that I plan to do a part, a part four on this topic. If, but I have to, I'm in the process of seeing if I could persuade a good friend of mine who also has a daughter who is gay. And she is less accepting than I am of the fact that her daughter is gay. But I would like to discuss this topic with her so she can share with you her feelings and perspective on the challenging dynamics that an accepting parent of their gay adult child has to deal with. So please stay tuned for that discussion as I am working on persuading my friend to come on the podcast and share her thoughts. And with that said, let me get on with the discussion regarding some of the challenges that an accepting parent experiences with their gay adult child. And in this case, I'm talking about me. So, for instance, I have already noted that I have fully accepted the fact that my daughter is gay. However, I was taken aback by a text I received from her while she was away at college sharing a college dorm room with her significant female other. Now, that in and of itself is not what threw me for a loop. It was the fact that I received this text on a Tuesday where my daughter told me, she did not ask me, she told me, that and as i said she did not ask me for permission she told me that she planned to come home that weekend with her friend aka significant other and spend the weekend at my house with my wife and other two children so as you might expect my stomach dropped and i had a very sick stomach because I am wondering now, what was I going to do and how was I going to handle this because I was not going to allow that to happen? Not to mention that I also would have to talk to the wife about this. I mean, like, whoa, this is one of those things that would make you say, whoa, so, as I always do, I settled down, got myself together, you know, had to speak to my emotions on this subject, and I thought about the best way to handle this without hurting the feelings of my wife, my daughter, her significant other, and keep my sanity at the same time. So the way I resolved this matter with the most thought that I could put together, I called my daughter. 
And I advised her to download the Duo app, that's D-U-O, which is a FaceTime app for cell phones. So I could do a video call with her and her significant other on the call so I could see the both of them and they could see my face too. I thought this was important. So there could be no misunderstanding of my feelings, my words, or any other aspect that could be detected regarding, regarding my feelings on this subject. And this was very important to me because I wanted my daughter and her friend to understand that I am on their side. But, B-U-T, at the same time, there are certain things I will not be able to allow regarding their relationship. Oh, my God. So, anyway, I make the call. I met the young lady. You know, this is a virtual call using the Duo app. And we, we shared some small talk to get acquainted. And then I informed the both of them that, you know, first of all, this short notice of their plan to spend the weekend at the house was not going to happen. And I also explained to them that I am really not even sure how to handle this, but I'm going to do the best that I can to handle this the best way I can think of. And so I explained to them that as much as I support them in their relationship, I also have two young children at home, a nine-year-old girl and an 11-year-old boy. And I did not think it would be a good idea to bring their relationship up front in the house at this time. And it's not that I think that their gay energy or whatever through osmosis or metamorphosis would rub off on my other children. It's just that I am not ready for that. This is what I'm saying to them, that I'm just not ready for that. And I'm doing the best I can to manage this situation without rejecting them. And and I'm sharing with them that, that I didn't want to make anyone, <clears throat> excuse me, in my home, meaning my wife and other children, feel uncomfortable with their relationship. And so I was very happy with the way I handled this situation, while at the same time, both my daughter and her friend stated that they were happy as well that I took the time to talk to them about my feelings regarding their plan to crash at my crib. As a matter of fact, my daughter called me later that day and thanked me for accepting and loving her as who she is. And I let her know that how you living is how you living. And my job as your parent is to help you find your way to happiness. But, B-U-T, it should not, your happiness should not infringe upon my ability 
to be happy because you're doing what you wanted to do. And then you gave me very, very, very short notice in a text, no less, that you and your friend had plans to come to the house for the weekend. Not for the, not for the day, but for the weekend. Oh, my God. So that was a lot for me to deal with. But I think I handled it like a champ. Right? Well, not right, but wrong. Because less than six months later, my daughter had a new girlfriend. And just as I was getting used to the idea, used to the first girlfriend that she actually introduced me to, here she comes with another one. And it seems like my daughter is turning out to be a real player player with the ladies. Oh, my God. Did I just say that? So, now, let's fast forward to the spring of 2022. And you know what? Before we fast forward to the spring of 2022, I'm going to let a promo in, and we'll pick it, we'll pick it up on the other side of this, the promo. Have you read any good books lately? Your host, Robert T. Gardner Jr., also known as Dr. Rob, is the author of three great books. In his first book, The Choices We Make, Robert takes a look at relationships to help readers learn how to have a good relationship with themselves before they can have good relationships with others. In his second book, Access Denied, Robert brings an eye-opening perspective about what happens to children and fathers when their relationships with the mothers of their children end on bad terms. Robert explores what he calls child pawn when a parent, usually the mother, uses a child as a weapon to hurt the other parent. Robert provides a let-go lab in his book to help parents find positive ways to resolve their issues in the best interest of their children. Light Up Your Life is Robert's latest book. Robert writes about the fact that we are all born with a special God-given talent. Even though we are all born with a special talent, most of us miss our true calling. In this book, you will learn how to find your special talent and light up your life so that you can become the person you were born to be and live a more fulfilled, purpose-driven life. Books are available at barnesandnobles.com, amazon.com, and Robert's website, relationshipreadiness.org. Thank you, and back to the show. All right, welcome back. Now, as I was saying, let's fast forward to the spring of 2022. In late May, my daughter, while in the house with me, sends me another text. Except this time she had just left the house. Or perhaps she may have even been in the house. But anyway, she sent me a text that read, Me and Yaz, Yaz is the new girlfriend, are going on a trip to Florida, and she has an 8 a.m. hair appointment in New Jersey. So can she stay overnight so is it, so it is easier for her to get her hair done, and you know, in order to make her 8 a.m. appointment in New Jersey? So, so now I just got to give you this piece of information. 
The issue here is that her friend Yaz lives in Long Island, New York, and she's approximately 21 years of age. And more than likely, she never got her hair done in New Jersey because she lives, she was born and raised in Long Island of New York. So now all of a sudden, it is my responsibility to let this young lady stay overnight to make her early hair appointment after I specifically told my daughter that I could not allow that. I'm trying to figure all this out. And then she springs this on me. So I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I specifically told her that I would not allow that. And so keep in mind, this discussion centers on the idea regarding the issues a parent has to deal with even when they are accepting of their child who is gay. Oh, my God. So I talked to my wife about the idea of this young lady staying over for the night to make her so-called early a.m. appointment. And, you know, the funny thing is, is that children believe that they can really pull the wool over your eyes with these little shallow, like, scenarios that they create to represent an excuse or reason to get what they want. I'm like... Really? And so, the wife says, yes, she can stay over. And so, we agree to allow this to happen. And, of course, we're like, well, what could be so bad? It's just one, it's just one night, right? But no, I was wrong again. Because here comes my daughter <laughs> less than two weeks later making the request that no, this is what happened. She sent another text that indicating can dad, no, actually it was to me and my wife, can Yaz come over on Tuesday? So now, just for the record, I saw this text by accident. I mean, not by accident, but I just so happened to look at my phone. And I noticed that um, it seemed, you know, I saw the text that says, can Yaz come over on Tuesday? And so I saw under that a response from my wife that said, sure. So then I said to myself, well, I guess it's all right. You know, she's just coming over for the day. But, B-U-T, as it turns out, Later that day when I saw my daughter, I spoke to her regarding that text. And I asked her, like, how could how could your friend come over during the day when you have to work? As my daughter, she has like a, a thousand jobs. 
And I just want her to know, it's like, you know, it's not my responsibility to keep your friend company while you're at work. So, like, how could you make such a request? So my daughter responds by stating, she said, well, Dad, I'm off next week on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So then I say, well, what is your plan for Yaz to be here during that time? My daughter said, well, Dad, she'll be here Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. I'm like, what? At this point, I'm floored. Now, remember, her text stated, can Yaz come over on Tuesday? However, she omitted the part that pertained to the, to the three days and two nights that she wanted Yaz to st- stay here at the crib. So I'm like, wow. Now, what do I do again re- regarding my daughter and her friend and these overnights? So now my patience are running thin because I went through a lot to resolve the first situation regarding the other girlfriend. So I talked with the wife about this. And she said the answer should be no this time. She said, you know, Taylor deceived us. And my wife said, when I was living with my parents, I could not let my boyfriend stay overnight. I said the same thing. I could not have any of my girlfriends stay overnight at my house when I lived with Aunt Sally. And, I mean, you know, and if we allow this, then Taylor would think that she could do whatever she wants to do in this house. And that is not a good idea because it is time for for Taylor to, to, to consider transitioning out of here anyway. Just based on this issue alone. It's not so much, well it is, but it isn't. It's not so much that she wants another girl to stay over who is her significant other, the answer would be no if it was a dude. If it was a guy, the answer would be no. As I just said, I couldn't have my girlfriend stay over night when I lived at home, and my wife said she could not have her boyfriend stay home at night when she lived at home with her mother. So if she wants to have overnight guests, She should have her own address. I mean, what do you think? So once again, I tell my wife that I will talk to Taylor and tell her that she cannot have her friend stay overnight, especially for three days and two nights. Oh, my God. It's like a trip to the Bahamas or something. So... Since text seemed to be the best way to communicate with my daughter, even though, even though, you know, I know better than that. And I know that that is not the best way. But what I'm finding is sometimes it is with her because I can avoid the usual confrontation that we have when we do the face to face and I have to give her directions about what we 
can and cannot do or what I need her to do or not do in this house. Because face-to-face is usually head-to-head, toe-to-toe. And why am I going toe-to-toe with my daughter and I'm the daddy, I'm the father? But that's what it is when you get a young adult thinking that they can do what they want to do because they are so-called grown. But that's not the way it works here at the crib. So I sent her a text anyway, or as they say, anywho, and I just wanted to let her know ASAP because now it is Monday and she is planning for her friend to be here on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So I sent her a text that read, It is a no-go on your request to have Yaz stay at the house for two nights and three days. If you want to do adult things with your significant other, then you have to do what grown people do when they want to do what grown people do. And I also informed her that I could not allow my girlfriends to stay overnight when I was living at home. So my daughter responds by saying, well, what do grown people do when they want to do what grown people do? I said, they either, I responded by saying they either get a hotel room or they get a place of their own to live. In a different zip code with a different address. Then she said, well, it was back then that you could not have your girlfriend stay overnight. And it's a new day now. So I responded to her in a text by saying, well, we were having sex back then. And we still having sex today. And so the game is the same, only the players have changed. And so that is a no-go to your request for an overnight, for two overnights with your friend. And to my surprise, not that she had a choice, she said she understood. Well, how do you do? We reach some common ground. I I cannot believe it, but I can because I I did my best to address this in a fair and reasonable manner. What say you on that? Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that type of feedback. So the moral of this story is that it is hard enough to be gay and it is very hard to be the parent of a gay child or, in this case, a gay child who is a young adult. And I hope my friend with the gay young adult daughter will agree to come on and share her thoughts and feelings about being the parent of a gay daughter. As I said, it is it is hard because I am also concerned not only for my kids, but also for me and my wife about the idea of my, my daughter and her friend regarding 
PDAs. Now you might say, well, what are PDAs or what is a PDA? Well, PDAs are a public display of affection. And I'm not sure if I could handle seeing my daughter and her friend kissing in the lips. I I do not care if they do that privately, but I do not want to see that publicly. And I know my wife would struggle with that. And I definitely do not want my two children to see their sister kissing another woman. Now, I don't mean to sound insensitive, and I don't know if I should apologize if I do. And I don't say that to be mean or or disrespectful, but that's just the way I feel. I can accept that my child is gay, but I'm finding out every day that there is more and more and more to this that you have to accept That is somewhat difficult. Now, as I I said, it may sound insensitive to the LGBT community to say that, but I love y'all. I'm cool with everybody. At least that's what I would like to be. And I'm accepting, but by golly, some of this is hard. And I am not ashamed to admit it. And so I will continue to do the best I can. You let me know your thoughts. Hit me up at changeagentrtg at gmail.com. But in closing on this topic, I think we should all remember that we are all human. Gay people, black people, Jews, Mexicans and any of the other less-than-acceptable groups of people in America. Let us live. And you live your life, and let everybody live their life, and everything will be all right. And with that said, I want to thank you once again, my friend, for tuning in to Station B.O.B., where we provide content that makes... Sad people glad, good people better, and sometimes, sometimes we might even make you mad. But that is not our goal. Our goal is to get you inspired, motivated, and to get moving on your purpose. So with that that said, I hope this was helpful in your understanding of the parent of a gay child, and even more understanding of the gay experience. Because for them, in many cases, maybe in some, but for the most part, they do not make a choice to be gay. Gay is who they are. And that's what it is. And so remember, until we meet again, my friend, I want to thank you for allowing me to Ride with you in your car, on your bike, to jog with you, to be with you. Thank you so much for supporting me. And remember, love is an action, not a word. And it is not supposed to hurt. 
Peace in the Middle East and Ukraine as well. As we wrap up this show, I hope this topic helped you to grow. And now you know a little bit more than you knew before. If you have any questions about this topic, please email me at changeagentrtg at gmail.com. See my website, relationshipreadiness.org. To learn more about my counseling, consulting, and educational programs related to life, love, and work. Finally, in the words of the late, great Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., if I can help somebody as I pass along, if I can cheer somebody with a word or song, if I can show somebody he is traveling wrong, then my living will not be in vain. Until we meet again, do the right thing when nobody is looking. Peace, beloved.